Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Something a little bit different before we get stuck into all of the reviews from the trials over the weekend. There is nine games to get stuck into there and we'll be kicking those off a little bit later today, a little bit later this morning, sorry, not too far away. Uh, We'll be getting stuck into the Friday night games, then we'll have another another podcast goes through the Saturday games, then probably around lunchtime or so, uh, we'll have the Sunday games that will be coming your way. So a heap of content uh, coming from all the trials over the weekend, Uh, but I was lucky enough on Thursday or Friday afternoon to be invited onto a podcast uh, that I was, it was pretty enjoyable for me. I absolutely loved this one. I was invited by Dylan, uh, who runs Happy Skin Co. uh, to go on his podcast called Life, Money and Love. So we spoke a lot about footy, probably the last... 25 minutes or so, bit of a season preview for you guys, but before that, uh, we spoke a lot about my journey, and it's probably a little bit deeper uh, about me than what I've spoken about in the past, to be honest with you, really, really cool setup, uh, he's obviously been very successful uh, over the last couple of years, Dylan, very, very impressive, uh, the way that he moves, the way that he talks, so uh, it was a great experience for me to be in the same room as him, and to be able to chat about what I do, and uh, you know, share some experiences and whatnot, it was really good, it was the first time I probably like reflected on uh, my journey and everything properly in quite some time. So that was really fun. Uh, that podcast will be going live on Tuesday. So Life, Money and Love, it will be on YouTube as well. So if you type in Life, Money and Love to YouTube, you'll be able to go and uh, have a look at, at Dylan's page. You go and have a look. He's, fuck, he's interviewed some very impressive people with some fantastic stories to tell. I was watching them, obviously, in the lead up to going on it. Uh, so f- doing fantastic things, Dylan, in business. He's hyper successful. Uh, got a lot of good yarns to share and a lot of good uh, lessons to teach people as well. So it was an honor to sit down. Down with him a little clip from it today this will go live on tuesday so stay tuned for more details uh, you'll see it on my page you'll see it on dylan's page i assume um so yeah that is the life money and love podcast it'll be on youtube too coming out on tuesday here's a little clip from it uh talking about a bit about guru and uh my journey context it's you whatever your passion is whether it be fucking lego whether it be makeup tutorials whether it be a, a different sport, whatever it is, you can genuinely, with the world we live in today, turn that passion into a full-time career. Now, we're going to go through 
uh, Nathan's journey about how he was able to do that. All the fucking awesome stuff he's built. As I was saying to you off air, I've probably listened to more, more of your shit than any of the previous guests we've had on. Um, so we'll talk some footy at the end for the people that aren't interested. But trust me, this is a really inspiring story. It's awesome to see people fucking going out on their own uh, and making shit happen and creating a life that they're excited about waking up. So and then that's something I'm so passionate about as well. So thanks for coming on, man. I, I appreciate your time. Oh, thanks for having me. Unreal little setup here. Cool, it. cool little setup. It's the interim. Everyone's like, oh, it's not that bad. But when you see our full studio, you realize, fucking, we can do this shit so much better. Um, but we'll jump into it. As, as, we, as you were just saying, I don't know if we recorded this, it started off as the super coach guru in 2018. Now, we'll get into that. But essentially, what your whole fucking career has turned into now, obviously, it's footy, but you're now essentially you're paid to wake up every day and chat whether it be on a podcast, whether it be on your clips, whatever it is. But what I found really interesting about that is when you're in school, you actually had a pretty bad stutter for a while, didn't you? Oh, mate. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I can't. And, you know, you can still hear it in my voice sometimes, but it, mate, when I was at school, it was yeah. awful. Like, uh, as you said, my last name's Durkin, so all my mates just know me as Dirks. Yeah, yeah. I got By the end of year 12, my nickname was Dirks. It was that bad. I, um... And I, I used to, well, I still can, but I, when I, especially when I was younger, I'd, I'd know what I was going to say in a sentence and I'd know which word I was going to stutter on mm. and it would just be head noise. So yeah. for me, uh, the letter S and the letter N was a nightmare. Tough gig when your name's Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like, and it, it got to the point where like, you know, like when, when you're first day at school, you've got to like introduce yourself. Like I, I would purposely, if I had a new teacher, I'd purposely like make up I had a job to go and do or something to yeah. avoid it because I knew then when I walked in, they'd done the role and there was one person missing and they would say, mm. oh, you're Nathan. Mm-hmm. Sweet. There was once I, I had a new PE teacher once and he goes, hey, Matthew, and I just went, fuck it, sure. <laughs> Let's go with Matthew. it. I ran with Matthew and I just thought, oh, someone will pull him up eventually, I'll just pretend I didn't hear it. So it was, it was that bad. Like I, it, was, it was rattling. Did it, now as someone you seem really outgoing and confident, I don't know if you always liked that back in high school, but did it affect you in, in like making friends and, and feeling comfortable at school or you kind of found your click mate i've always crew. been like I'm, I'm i've always been able to laugh at myself mm-hmm. so and i find that it's something that like like for me like i have even when i'm doing the show like there's certain things that i say that i say quite a bit that have become like catchphrases and you know like people take the piss out of it and you've just got to laugh with it yeah like, like my big one is uh when i'm because because I, I do so much on young guys coming through in the mm-hmm. nrl he could be anything. <laughs> and like when I was first on the bloke in a bar show and everything, so nervous, you just go back to your automatics. Yeah. yeah so anyway, yeah. So, so, so that's sort of got a bit of a following. And at first I was like, fuck, why are they giving me shit about it? Yeah. You've just got to embrace that side of things that it, you've got to take the piss out of yourself. Especially no when you're doing what you're doing and 100%. especially in the world of like footy and footy fans. Yeah. Like if you can't laugh at yourself and have a joke at your own expense, you, you, you're not going to make it. It's just going to fucking like, crumble you I, I used to say to my mates at school, and I eventually worked that out, that if I just take the piss out of my stutter, mm. it'll be a giggle. So I, I'd be talking and I'd say to them, oh, like, here comes a good one. Because yep. I knew it was going to be eight <laughs> seconds of me, like I was having a seizure on the spot, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and when you're, it's with anything, if you're, if you're able to laugh at yourself, mm. people can't really take the piss out of you. Mm-hmm. And how did you get over that? Like, was it just time? Did you have to do like time. speech therapy? I, I liked or? a bit of speech therapy when I was a kid, but it, I don't know. It just went away. It was, and like I, uh, obviously now I'm a podcaster, so the idea of you know having a speech problem seems crazy. But like before this, I was a teacher, so I was talking up in front of people all day, and I, I don't know. I just I had therapy when I was younger a little bit, and I, I don't know. I think just as I got older, it went away. I still have moments, 
Yeah. Um, I find it I find it hilarious. Like when I start a sentence and I say I, sometimes I say it two or three times. I go I, I, I and I've noticed that there's a group of blokes in in my comments that call it <laughs> the machine gun. <laughs> I think it's unreal, hilarious. So it does still ha- happen sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just sort of grew out of it to some extent. But it's also just I'm good at covering it too now. To be honest, you seem like your voice is like made for like podcasting though. Yeah. It's I, like a radio voice. It's a unique voice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been very lucky on that front. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's just a good example of like if there was anything that was going to stop you from being a podcaster, it's a hectic stutter that stops you mid-sentence. Well, on that as well, I wanna, we'll go back and I want to ask you about what you're doing before. I didn't know that you're a teacher, but I want to ask about that. But you just said that that's one thing that can stop you doing podcasting. If you have a, if you have a speech like impediment or a stutter, if some people might be really nervous to get on camera, that will stop them. What, what do you think some of the main reasons that people or the excuses they give themselves as to why they can't start their own channel, whether it be a podcast, YouTube, whatever? Uh, I think the main reason is that people are scared to fail. People are scared of what their mate's going to say. And people will surround it with other excuses, timing, money, all that sort of stuff. Personally, I think the vast majority of that is bullshit. I think a lot of it is that people don't want to be judged by others. And I was there at the start. You know, I, I walked in, when I was a teacher, I walked into staff rooms and where pe- people in that room were, were taking the piss out of me. Yeah. Like, I, I know that I've got mates, I've had mates that have four years ago went to send someone a text about me and sent it to me. Little things like that. And, and that's fine. That's if you're going to put yourself out there. Unfortunately, we live in a society where that's going to happen. But it's those same people now that are messaging me. Saying, oh, I'm so proud of you. Well done on everything you've done. And like, I, I, that, that's fine. That's the reality of society. But I think people are too scared to fail. Especially in Australia, that's the reality, like the yep. tall, tall poppy syndrome. Not even dragging people down. Anyone just doing something slightly out, outside the norm gets... 100%. But you, you know what? I'm sure you probably, you would have realised this along the lines. Cause that, that's happened to me at certain times as well. Not the messaging thing, but you know, yeah, people... You know what it is though? In my opinion, it's, it's they, it's probably triggering some sort of insecurity in them because... Deep down, they wish they had the courage to, to do something similar, you know what I mean? But they're not, so it triggers yeah. it with them. It's not, it's very rarely actually about the person that's doing it. Yeah, and it's a, and mate, like I've been in that position myself where I've been talking to a mate about someone else, then I've pulled myself up and gone, why? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why do that? Like I, I've got a mate who, um, who he, he puts up on his TikTok and everything where he'll write songs and he'll sing them, you know? And I've been in rooms where people have gone, oh, have you seen what, what's his name's doing? I'm like, do you know how much courage that takes? Fucking Do you know how much courage it takes to stand in front of people, give your opinion, open it up to the internet, and let people think that they have open slather come <laughs> at you? Like, it's just, I think it takes so much courage to do stuff mm. like that. And I think that you can tell a lot by a person that is just happy to sit there and bag everyone. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I've caught myself doing similar things in the past. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that as a fact. I was never the person, I'd never comment on, on someone's thing. I'd never want to drag someone down. But what it was for me, it's because I've been in business for five years, been quite successful, made, made a lot of money, did a lot of really cool things with that. But then over the, after that was the first couple, couple of years, I always knew because before I started a business, I was in acting. So like I've always loved media, speaking, that sort of stuff. And I used to see people who had, this is, my, this is not the right way to think, this is how I was thinking, achieve less than me, come out and start putting all this content about business and life and all that sort of stuff. And I remember thinking, who, who, who are they to have an opinion when they haven't done that? But that was just me and my, my own self giving myself a, 
excuses and reasons not to start putting out my own content, start the podcast, whatever, do that sort of stuff. But luckily I never said it because I would have fucking made myself look like a dickhead and I would have felt bad. But I caught myself having those thoughts and I realized, nah, it's not them. It's, it's, it's making me feel something, you know? Yeah, for sure. And mate, as you just said, you look at people, maybe don't have as much business experience as you. Like, at the end of the day, mate, I'm a guy that hasn't played a single game of first grade footy, given my opinions and takes on it. So I'm also someone that calls myself the guru. Yeah. So like, and like, there's a story behind that that isn't what people would expect. But I think, as you would, people see me and see me call myself the guru and think, this bloke must be so full of himself, blah, blah, Like, it couldn't be further from the truth, but it's how the business has evolved. Mm. And it's become a brand that I absolutely love. That I it just, it means the world to me. But I do understand when people sort of come at me, oh, you haven't played footy yet. And I'll be the first one to say, yeah. And they go, oh, you couldn't tackle these blokes. Fucking hope I couldn't tackle <laughs> yeah. them. Couldn't touch them. Not a hope in hell, but I've never tried to push that in any other way mm-hmm. than that. Um, and I think that people, when they do come across me at first or they find Guru, they sort of think, oh, this bloke's fooling himself. But I think the more you listen to my staff, you'll realise that I, I just love the game. Mm-hmm. I'm a, like, if, if there was a first grader in this room, I would not say a word. I would listen to every single thing they say and just take it all in. To, to me, though, like, I don't know if it's because, I don't know, I, I, it's kind of endearing to me. It's like, it's almost a piss take at the same time. It's not, even yep. though, and we'll get into this, you speak to a lot of people that know rugby league, a lot of other content creators, they will, a lot of them will say that the guru, who, who's one of the most knowledgeable people in football, it's you. The amount of time you spend watching games, studying the, you know, the, the, the up and coming, the systems, the rookies, all that sort of stuff, which we'll get into. But you genuinely do are kind of the rugby league guru. But what was that name that, the, 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 how did it start that it wasn't, what was the story behind that? Honest story, mate. I, I love my super coach. Mm-hmm. So I have my, my 15 mates that we have a draft competition we play in. So you all pick a team, you stick with that team. for the year. Our draft weekend's actually next Saturday, and it's my <laughs> favourite weekend of the year by far and away. Uh, so I do that with my close 15 mates. And as we get older and kids and everything, like it's what keeps us all close. Uh, and 2018, I, it was about six weeks before we had draft weekend. Um, so I'll, I'll take it back a few months before that. We did an NFL draft. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Outside of that, no idea about anyone else. No idea. So we were doing an NFL draft, and I, th- and I went in it, and I thought, oh, I'm very competitive. I want to win whatever I'm in. So I thought, I've got to find a way to be relevant in this draft comp. So I went on Twitter. I, I would search through all social medias to find a guy or like a content creator that could help me. Came across the fantasy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I did not make a single decision the entire season. I just followed everything this guy said. Didn't win it. Came like second or something, but should have come dead last with my knowledge. And then I just sort of thought, oh, like, I just, there might be other people doing this for Supercoach or, or NRL, but I just, I'm a big footy fan and I haven't come across them. So I started it and then I sort of, 
I, honestly, like I started um, Super Coach Guru, and I was trying to lure other boys from our comp into asking questions because none of them knew it was me. It was all behind. It was all none of them knew it was me. Uh, and I eventually had one of the boys lured in and he'd asked a few questions, said a few things. So I was waiting to spring it on everyone at uh, draft weekend because they, they were all starting to talk a little bit. Oh, have you seen this guru? Blah, blah, blah. Not knowing it was me. Anyway, the day before draft got blind and I, I ruined the whole surprise and everything. But that was. But then I had a, I had a mate who, um, I won't say his name or anything, he's the most humble guy in the world, but he runs a huge business around the corner from here. I remember he, he pulled me aside and he said, after about three months, I had about a thousand followers. He said, "Oh, if you keep going with this, you'll be doing this full time in four years." And I just went, "What are you talking about? How could I possibly be talking about super coach for a full time mm. job?" And he goes, "I'm telling you, just keep going with social media; it'll happen." I was doing it full time in three years. Yeah, wow. So and like without him, and I still every probably three months I go and sit down with him. Like he, he rips him in you asshole every time I sit down. He goes, "You're doing this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. You need to be doing this." But it's all, mate, he, he, without him, I, I definitely don't think I'd be where I am without a doubt. What do you think it gave to you that you might not already had like that belief that it could become a full time thing? So did you think when you first started the channel that well, the page only started as a page that it would become this what it is now? <laughs> no all way. these podcasts, bloke studios, all that. No, no way. Like I wouldn't have ever even considered. Well, I'll tell you a story. When I when I started my podcast, it was in 2020. I was driving to work to school as a teacher at the end of 2019, and I was listening to Colin Cowherd from over in America. He does like sports podcasts and everything. And I and what he does, he puts out his show on YouTube. Then he cuts up, I think five 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 minute clips. And he puts them on Facebook every day. So what I was doing is I was going, before I got in the car, I'd get those five clips and I'd pick the three that were most relevant to me and I'd, and I'd listen to them in the car for 15 minutes. So have my phone sitting there playing the Facebook. Anyway, my, my, my mate got in the car once and he saw me doing it. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I like this guy. He's really good. And he goes, you know, you can listen to the whole podcast, right? And I swear to God, I said, what's a podcast? That Is was it 2019? September 2019. Wow. And then 2020, I started my podcast and now it's become my full-time... It was my full-time job within nine months. And I, I didn't know what they were. Wow. I had no idea. Just crazy. So take me back. To you, you were teaching full-time, obviously. When did you start the page? So you started the podcast end of 2019, early 2020. Yeah. So the page was 2018, you said? Yes. It was, uh, it was November 2018. Mm-hmm. So I started that, did it for a few weeks leading up to our, our draft weekend that time. Um, and then I... I got about halfway through the season and like I, I it's weird when I look back on it in about eight months, I had about 15,000 followers, which when you're doing, like I wasn't doing any NRL, I was just doing super coach. So I just, I just tapped into something that grew very quickly. Mm. Like to get 15K about just talking super coach and nothing else. It was, it was pretty wild. And I sort of, I started to occasionally post more stuff just about NRL that was kind of linked to super coach, but not really. And, you know, I'd get five or six comments. Stay in your lane. Oh, yeah. Which was fair. I, I was, you know, the um, super coach guru. Once again, it's bold enough to call yourself the guru, to call yourself the super coach guru and then start telling people about just normal NRL. Uh, and then my same mate rang me and goes, you got to change it. you got to just change it to NRL. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 